0: You are listening to the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode one hundred and sixty-six.
1: Part of transformation is letting go of needing to make an impact, because part of that shift is letting go of our needs. Our needs to add value, our needs to have an impact, our needs to be good. We have to get those needs met. Oh, somewhere else, and not get them met in the space. So the client isn't fulfilling our needs, they're fulfilling theirs, and that we can be fully in that space. So that is part of this shift. And that's an example of coaching presence, right? Coaching presence is all about who the coach is being.
0: Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Well, hello, welcome to the Star Coach Show. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. I am so excited for what the future has in store for each one of you, and very much hope that the Star Coach Show stays a part of that. As we continue our commitment to explore different strategies, tools, and resources to strengthen your coaching muscles, to give you ideas and strategies for building your business, it is my sincere belief that when we show up well as coaches, we are going to impact the world. We impact the way that people communicate, the way that they interact with one another. And in order to do so effectively, we need to be able to create the kinds of businesses, the kinds of platforms that we can engage and bring value to our clients. Now, what's interesting about that is that even as I say that, we do so in a way that is through a different lens than many people think about bringing value. And that is what we're going to be talking about today with our guest, Master Certified Coach Teresa Poole. When we talk about advancing the mastery of coaching from transaction in our coaching to transformation in our coaching with our clients. Teresa Poole is a master certified coach. As I said, she has worked with organizations and executives for over 25 years, helping them unlock their potential, the potential of each individual, of their teams, of the senior executives that lead the teams. She is also the ACTP director for the University of Texas at Dallas in their executive and organizational development coaching program. And I have the pleasure of working with her in that organization. I asked Teresa to come back on the show. Teresa actually was a guest on episode 41, where we talked about what does it look like to become an MCC to become a master certified coach. And that's a great episode. I will put a link for that in today's show notes. But I saw that Teresa was going to be doing a workshop about mastery and moving from transaction to transformation with the Houston chapter here in Texas, and I wanted her to come share a little bit about what that looks like with all of us. So we will be talking a little bit about the workshop that Teresa is doing. That workshop happens to be in February, in Houston, Texas, uh, February 3rd and 4th. It is a two-day workshop with her being the guest speaker at the Houston chapter in that in-between night, and she'll talk about that a little bit with us. And I understand that some of you might be thinking, I'm not in Texas, I don't have the ability to come to Texas in February. And that is absolutely okay, because Teresa shares absolute gold with us today about the learning plateaus that we hit, about the belief systems that we as coaches can actually fall into that get in our way. So while we will share a little information about the workshop, really the key here is what can we do to explore the shifts that are needed in our mindset and in our skill set to move coaching from successful transactions for our clients to truly life-changing transformation. I'm so excited to welcome Teresa Poole back to the show. And if you are interested in meeting Teresa face-to-face or joining the training in February, just listen till after the interview. And in the close of today's show, I'll give a little bit of more information about that training as well as putting the link for that training in the show notes. That this is such a good interview. Let's go and listen to Teresa's mastery as she talks to us about the shifts we all might need to explore. Let's go to our interview with Teresa Poole. Miss <music> Teresa Poole, welcome to the Starcoach Show. It is such a pleasure to see you, my friend.
1: And I am so happy to
0: be here with you again. Well, you know, we work together on helping coaches be the best they can be. You are the director of or the ACTP director of the UTD program. So I am very honored to be working under you in bringing the students forward in the program. And we want to always have conversations about how we can continue to advance our mastery. That is a sweet spot for you. So. As we were talking about bringing you back and having you continue to help us in our growth, you are working on something in Advancing Mastery that you're calling Transition to Transformation. Let's talk about that. Yes. Where so, do you want to start as we talk about that? So it's
1: transaction to okay. transformation, right? So that's okay, because my business is transitions, right? So it's mixed <laughs> mix those two things up, and they both start with two. So the thing that i've really recognized in working with our students when they graduate from the program they have really strong coaching skills and they're highly motivated to go and make things happen and then they achieve you know a certain level of mastery and in doing that out in wherever they're working working with individuals working in companies wherever they take their coaching they build that muscle and they build that muscle and they get to this place where their mastery has become successful work with their clients. And then like all of us tend to do is we kind of rest on that plateau. And that plateau is there to help us really solidify and get solid and get confident. And, and while they're doing that, they're adding a tremendous amount of value to their clients. right? And I call that space having successful transactions with our clients. The client brings something to the table and we very successfully coach them to that outcome. The client is excited. They're happy. We're happy. We pat ourselves on the head. We're all a success. All is good. Why in the world would we ever want to change that? Right. So we tend to stay on that lovely plateau. And after a while, I call it kind of lounging on the coaching couch. Right. We know what we're doing. We have our mastery and we just kind of break it in. Right. We break in the client successes. We break in the money. We have good reputation. And I think what happens is when we get to that place, we're really missing out on. Moving beyond that successful transaction, helping the client get that very thing they came, came for, to actually go a bit deeper mm-hmm. and be more about a transformational experience. And that is what I'm really challenging and encouraging you know, coaches to do when they reach that place. And it doesn't matter whether you have 200 hours, 500 hours, or 2,500 hours. This isn't about your credential level. This is about wherever you've had success, kind of resting in that place of success and not challenging yourself to move beyond it.
0: So what are some things that pe- if people are listening and thinking, I, I don't know, am I in that place? Am I just resting on my sort of learning laurels right now? And I'm, I'm hanging out on the couch and I hadn't even realized that I was. What are some things that might indicate that we're just lounging on the couch?
1: So transactional coaching, and again, that is still very successful. Sometimes people hear that word transaction and they think it's very negative, but it's not. And so what we're doing is with whatever the client is bringing to the table, we aren't necessarily exploring beyond. And so, for example, if I have a client that is coming to me and they're really challenged with, you know, perhaps, you know, um, overwhelm in an existing environment in in their company, right? How many times as coaches do we coach the, ah, it's overwhelmed? I'm so overwhelmed, yes. And as coaches, that can be kind of a scary place. But once we get a good muscle built around overwhelm, then we'll help the client in this current situation. And what we often neglect to recognize is that this is a pattern for this client, perhaps. And that beyond just getting them through this, the successful transaction.
0: Crisis de jour, yes, and the successful transaction, as you said.
1: How can we take them and help not take them? How can we help them move beyond that to being their own best resource in this pattern, right? So pattern, noticing patterns for the client versus today's transaction. That's just one example is that we, you know, through transformation, we become the kings and queens of pattern recognition and helping to hold up that powerful mirror. That is just one example.
0: But it's a great example because I think one of the most powerful things we can do sometimes is to help Clients tap into an understanding or an awareness of the patterns that may or may not be serving them. That's difficult to see when we're on that river of that pattern ourselves. So, part of the coaching partnership is that you, as the coach, aren't necessarily on that river, or please, not on that river. So, when we think about moving beyond what we already know that we're successful at doing, I can imagine some people might be thinking. Well, if I shift things or if I do things differently, maybe I'll get clunky or maybe it won't feel as feel like I'm bringing the impact to the session that I want to. So how do you help cl- your, your co- the coaches that you work with think about the courage that it takes to mm-hmm. kind of challenge ourselves to move right. to that next level?
1: So that's a good point. And the word level is very appropriate because true growth, if they think we all think back to our original coach training or the last shift that we made, it's it's almost required for us to go into that place of conscious incompetence. It's like learning a new golf swing, you know, changing your grip on your tennis racket to get better. It does feel clunky. We embrace the clunky, knowing that that's where learning occurs, right? And you also use the word partnership, right? As coaches, we're used to this partnership of equals. We're equal partners. Well, when you go from, From that successful transaction of partnership into transformation, the client is the leading force and the coach gets no credit. Oh dear. And you said yourself a minute ago about, you know, we want to have an impact. And part of transformation is letting go of needing to make an impact because part of that shift is letting go of our needs, our needs to add value, our needs to have an impact, our needs to be good. We have to get those needs met Oh, somewhere else and not get them met in the space. So the client isn't fulfilling our needs. They're fulfilling theirs and that we can be fully in that space. So that is part of this shift. And that's an example of coaching presence, right? Coaching presence is all about who the coach is being. Every single competency has a place of this shift from transaction to transformation. Every competency And so it's how do you focus on a competency and know
0: what is that transformational shift for me to make? And we just gave one
1: example for the coaching presence.
0: Another great point that every single competency brings its own value to this transformation and Just as sort of as a little note, and probably the educator coming out of here again, that for those of you who are listening who might not be aware of this, the ICF has actually crafted a change to the competencies. And I think they're well worth downloading, beginning to understand them. They're not actually being, quote, like actively, they won't impact like the coach knowledge assessment and the tests for the ICF until maybe 2021? 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, just in that, that moving our levels up, increasing our own awareness and our uh, building our own coaching mm-hmm. muscles, that's something that I would encourage all of you listeners to get curious about what do those yeah. confidence? Comp- what does the, the changes look like? What so do that's the changes? A good point, look like? because when you really look at those, you will see the transformational
1: nuggets that are now included there it is all about responding to the client right it's not about the coach being this force in the session it is all about responsiveness and transformation for the client
0: about learning
1: and growth beyond the session beyond the transaction
0: so when we are working with clients and we are able to partner with them to this place of transformation. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you experience different that you basically observe that your client experiences differently Mm -hmm. when they're not in a place of transaction, but actually a place of transformation?
1: There are several things. I think one of the most obvious is the conversation is deeper. It's deeper and broader. It is more impactful in the awareness moments have a broader ripple effect. So that broader ripple effect is beyond this session, this situation, this transaction. That ripple effect is going out to this life. Because if I am that way here, I am probably also that way everywhere. And so that is, I think, one of the biggest differences for this, for the client is the impact is bigger, it's broader, it's more profound. And it lasts long beyond the
0: coaching engagement. Right. So I've heard times and who knows, I may have said this before to people as well. When you coach to transformation, whatever you're doing within the session impacts the client beyond that session or beyond that particular situation, mm-hmm. it becomes something that they they get a shift in awareness about themselves or they transform in yes. the way that they tend to show up in a particular mm-hmm kind of situation or the way they feel about themselves or a belief that they have. Mm -hmm. So I love that. What are some of the core beliefs or needs? We talked about this a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you work with coaches all the time to get stronger Mm -hmm. in the way that they engage with their clients. What are some of those core beliefs or inner needs that you see the coach bring forward yes. that we need to learn how to rally and corral and get the heck out of the way. Well, you know, I'll refer back to the previous podcast that you and I
1: did about making the leap to being an MCC, right? Yes. Now, anyone, regardless of your hours, can make that leap, right? It's a different way of being something that is required. There's always some skill polishing to do, but there's also one, typically one big internal belief about themselves. That has to shift, and it's different for different coaches, right? And so, an example of a shift is that my value as a coach is based upon my success in the client getting what they came for. So it makes us needy, right? It it makes us get tense if the client isn't moving towards that day's outcome, and then we start getting tight, and the session starts getting tight, and we get worried, and then we start directing things, and also starts falling apart from there, (laughs) and. That's a good example of just one need, right? Mm -hmm. The need to add value. Sometimes it's the need to help, right? The empathy on fire. Oh, my poor client, they are suffering. And it's my job to pull them up and give them a hug and help them solve this, right? And then sometimes we're also uncomfortable in the discomfort of not knowing. So when we have a belief around expertise, when the client goes into a place of, well, I don't know. Oh, that's okay, because I know I can help you with that. Don't
0: worry. Don't don't stay in that uncomfortable place, client. I will rush in to take care of that for you.
1: So we have to be able to sit. I say it sometimes we have to wallow in the mess with them and sit in the discomfort of not knowing and see that as a truly prolific place to be. Just like we wrestle with silence sometimes, right? It's that being comfortable with silence.
0: Oh, so, so important. And When you are in a place of helping, okay, so this is where my mind is going, guys, that I can imagine that many of you were thinking, well, it sounds easy when Teresa says it, Mm -hmm. but I cannot imagine what I need to do to actually get there. You actually have created a training, a program Mm -hmm. to help us as coaches show up in a different way with our clients. Tell us a little bit about what that kind of a training might look like. Well, we start with identifying what that limiting
1: belief might be, creating, like we're doing today, that awareness of the power of transformation and how it's not, it doesn't have to be a rare thing. It can be everything, right? Every time. It is not saved for special occasions. It doesn't need 16 sessions to occur. It can occur very quickly. And then we explore multiple competencies. And what is that shift for each one between a successful transaction and a powerful transformation? And people leave with an understanding of what is that thing I need to be working on? And then what are some of the tools and techniques that I can use? So it's a very much a combination, just like coaching is between the who and the how right who how who how and you will not walk away completely transformed that'd be silly to say that in two days but you'll certainly walk away with a clear path towards your own transformation and well on those stages because we have to transform first in order for that transformation to occur for the client and that is the whole purpose of this workshop is to begin that process to understand it in depth and know what that how looks like it's unique to each person that comes
0: well and To add to that, it is our responsibility as professionals to continue to learn, grow, stretch into our discomfort at times so that we get to that next level, we get to that next place. And you talk about the coaching container. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about the coaching container.
1: That's a good one. So the container is... If you look at it from a competency perspective, it is the combination of trust and intimacy, right? Creating the environment for the client in one hand, right? The environment the client needs to be able to trust the coach, have a safe place to explore, and that container gives them what they need to be vulnerable, to be open, to share, and to learn, right? To be open. Then on the other is coaching presence. That is who we need to be in that container. Right, who we need to be in order to enable the client to be their absolute best. And so if we are in a place of need, if we're in a place of gotta help, if we're in a place of crippling empathy, whatever we, we color that container with how we show up. So the container is that beautiful combination between creating the safe environment for the client and having the right environment within ourselves so that we create fertile ground, truly fertile ground, because without this container, none of the other competencies will come into play well, right? It's Q and a ping pong. We can't make direct observations, you know, so if you have that beautiful container and it's a transformative container, it makes all the difference.
0: And in order to be in the right place in that container, The coach is not in the middle of everything. We kind of have to get out of the way. We have no goals.
1: Oh, Oh, oh! we all get nervous when we think, oh, no goals. No, the goal. Well, wait a minute. The client has a goal. Yes, they do. We don't have goals. It's not our responsibility to get them to the end. And in doing that and letting go of that, we actually enable them to get there, right? They get there better if we let go of getting them there, right? That's the difference. And it's a true mindset shift and much harder. You know, we're so we get so used to doing it that we don't even realize sometimes. So it's that awareness getting into the place of conscious incompetence around it, that, that stage of learning, the second stage of learning. and need to do that in order to go, oh, yeah, here's how I show up there. Here's how my biases come in about what's right for this client, because that's what's right for me in my world. So this is also about releasing biases that we bring to the container. That's a huge part of this. So we do a lot of bias exploration. And in fact, in that workshop, you talked about the, the night between the two days, the Houston chapter, same location is having me speak on bias and the role of bias in coaching. And so we're going to be exploring because it's a deep topic and we want to spend some extra time there.
0: So this is, a workshop that's happening in February. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to encourage everybody to listen to this, even if you think, well, I'm, you know, I can't go to a workshop in Houston in February. Mm -hmm. First of all, it is all around the core competencies, correct? Yes. So just in general, you guys know that I'm always encouraging you to stay current with your credential, to not put off your training until the last possible minute. We're all on three-year cycles. And in that three-year cycle, we need 40 hours of continuing education. Mm -hmm. You hear me say this all the time because I'm a broken record about this. Because Teresa, I don't know about you, but I get calls every December with people freaking out because their their credential expires in December. So folks, you know that I'm like, this is one of my soapboxes. When we think about the kinds of continuing education we do, we want to do continuing education that, as I said, stretches us, that increases those coaching muscles. So my challenge to you is if you're in a place of thinking, I would really like to learn more about moving from transaction coaching to transformational coaching. Mm -hmm. I'm going to invite you to A, listen to this again and again, but also come visit us here in Texas. And I will have a link for that training in the show notes. It is early February, 2020. So Teresa, what have I left on the table at all, if anything, about this concept of transaction to transformation?
1: I think I would just ask everyone that's listening to this is regardless of, you know, what your path is and regardless of where you are in your journey is to just notice when you have plateaued and whether you take this approach or a different one, as Meg just challenged you, it is our responsibility as coaches to always get off the coaching couch and challenge ourselves to a higher level of efficacy and mastery. It is our responsibility. And as challenging as it is and as expensive as it can get, sometimes it is well worth it for us, for our transformation and for our clients as well.
0: Teresa, I want to thank you for the contribution you make on an ongoing basis to the coaching community, to our profession as a whole. And thank you for taking time to come sharing this concept with us and challenging us today to be the best we can be.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I loved
0: it. Doing this show has been such a blessing for me to be able to spend time with masterful coaches like Teresa Poole and to bring that value to each of you. Now, if any of you are interested in spending some one-on-one time with Teresa and building those coaching muscles, you do earn 14 hours of core competency training in this workshop that Teresa is talking about. It's being hosted by the Houston ICF. I've been a guest speaker at the Houston chapter. They are a delightful chapter. The workshop is February 3rd and 4th of 2020. And I've put a link in the show notes at starcoachshow.com for episode 166. The show notes will have a link for the training. It also has a link for the first show that Teresa did with me, episode 41 about becoming an MCC if you want even more from Teresa. I want to thank Teresa once again for joining the show and encourage all of you to be thinking about how do you want to have valuable continuing education as you continue to grow and learn as a coach. Now, be sure to come back next week as we are joined by the executive happiness coach, Jim Smith. Jim and I are going to talk about how to laser coach and effectively close a session so that you're handling the structure of the session responsibly as a coach and partner effectively with your clients. Super good interview. I'm excited to interview and introduce you to Jim Smith next week. If you're enjoying the Star Coach show, please share the show with your coaching friends and consider leaving a rate and review at Apple Podcasts so that more coaches can find our show and get value from the content that we bring forward. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week as we begin 2020.